A house is made of wood and stone, but only love can make a home. Welcome to the Repco Light Home Improvement Show, helping you make your home into one you'll love even more. Here are your hosts, Dan Hansen and Betsy Thompson. Well, good morning, everybody. Good morning, Betsy. Happy Saturday to one and all. Why, thank you. Happy Saturday to you. Yeah, it's a festive Saturday. Every Saturday is festive for me. (laughs) Pretty much every day is festive, which honestly makes every day just like the rest. So I guess it kind of defeats the whole purpose, doesn't it? Yeah, I think a couple weeks ago you were talking about like party hats that you have that you wear on Saturdays or something. No, see... I think you screwed up. I, I think that's one of those that didn't make the cut. So nobody knows what you're talking about. But yeah, I did start one of the versions of the show from a couple of weeks ago talking about party hats. And then it devolved into me realizing that party hats seem like dunce caps when described on the radio. And oh, you jumped all over yes, that, that and let me know how right. my family and I were <laughs> donning our little sparkle encrusted dunce caps. To celebrate Saturday. I like sparkle encrusted hats. I don't care what they look like. (laughs) Well, anyway, I am wearing my sparkle encrusted dunce cap to celebrate Saturday Mm. because I do enjoy a good Saturday like the next person. Yes. Anyway, what do we got on our show today? We've got, is it all kinds of amazing stuff? I think so. Yeah, we have kind of a hodgepodge of things. We have um, a contractor update is what we're going to call it. And it's just kind of the state of contractors and their business right now, especially painting contractors, because it's kind of all over the map, you know, depending on who you're trying to hire and what you're looking to have done. So we'll give everyone an update on what the painting contractors are up to. Um, We're going to talk about painting metal roofs, because I know it is a project that people have been tackling recently. We've had a few Mm -hmm. questions about that on the chat. What do I put on it? So we're going to go through all of that. And we're going to talk about decks, but not quite the way we normally do. Right. Because yes, we normally talk about decks. Once we hit summer, it becomes basically the topic of every week. It feels like sometimes. Right. We're going to hit decks, but in a different way this time and talk about some different upgrades that we can do to make that space outdoors even better. But before yes. we do all of that, we've got a couple of little things that are kind of, what would you call these items, Betsy? Like home well, cleaning items or they're just home items that not everybody is aware of. Okay, so let's face it. If you're anything like me, even the slightest bit, you hate cleaning your microwave. And don't even tell me that you enjoy it because it's one of those tasks that you look in there and you go, oh, it needs to be done. But it's kind of time consuming. It is. But I look in there and I first think, what is that? When did we eat something that looked like that? (laughs) It's like a CSI scene in there, and I'm trying to figure out what Uh that is. But yes, I do hate cleaning the microwave. It's terrible. Yeah, it's one of those chores that I've always kind of dreaded. It's like, okay, it's got to be done. It looks terrible. So I opened my microwave not too terribly long ago. I think it was last week sometime. And oh, yeah, it needs to be done. And then I remembered... I enjoy this task now because I have this thing and it's called Angry Mama. And if you've never heard of it, you have got to Google Angry Mama, I guess, microwave cleaner. It is 
it makes the job so much more enjoyable. Normally, an angry mama doesn't make any job more enjoyable. It gets us to do those jobs quicker, but an angry mama usually... But you're saying in this instance, it's it's a positive. Right. She steams. And so that's why they call her angry mama. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So it's this little plastic thing. It's kind of like a, a tube and it has these little triangles that are supposed to be her arms. And it has lines. Um, you fill it to the first line with vinegar and then you fill up to the second line with water. And it has a little face thing that goes over top just so you know she can give you the angry look as she's spinning around in your microwave and you put her hair on and click it in place and the hair has all these little holes in it and that's where the steam comes out so you stick the little thing in your microwave set it for seven minutes and walk away and let her get steaming mad in there and and you said it worked well right oh yes works fantastic and she comes, you know, in different colors with her dress and things like that. So you can pick and choose which one you like. And really, once she's done, you let it sit in there for two minutes just to continue to steam a little bit. And all of the stuff wipes right off of the inside of the microwave with a sponge. I'll take, well, I have pictures. We'll put them in the show notes of what my microwave looked like before and after. And it it's incredible. I mean, holy cow. And it, it's kind of fun. <laughs> it is. It, and it's something that I've done with just a bowl with vinegar and water. And the yeah. same concept applies. A couple of things make yours a little better. It's more fun. You've got this yes. actual angry little person in there doing stuff. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. And I believe it's probably also a little safer because when I have to haul that bowl with boiling hot water in it, that's not technically probably the safest thing I've ever done. And you know me. Right. You know how I'm prone to tripping. Right. That's probably one of the dumbest things I could be doing in my house. Right. Well, and that is the point of her little triangular arms is that's where you pick it up and take it out because it's not hot. So that is the nice thing about it. It is plastic. And so you're not as likely to get burned. So, yeah. So Angry Mama, we'll put a link in the show notes if you want to steam off all the dirt in your microwave and make it clean. One other thing very quickly that I wanted to highlight and I don't have it yet, but I need to order it. Betsy, a tub shroom. Yes. You have talked about these before. Mm -hmm. And we'll put a link in the show notes. But I noticed that I have a new tub drain and I have some new plumbing away from the tub. And sadly, it all started draining very slowly over <laughs> the last little bit. And I noticed, I looked at it the other day, and there's a huge hairball in uh -huh. there. I fished it out with much gagging. Of course. And then, as is, is, is always the case, it goes from I'm gagging about how gross it is to this sense of interest and intrigue mm -hmm. as I try to, you know, really get the great big wad out of there. Right. You know, I become very intrigued and interested in the process. But anyway, I don't want to do it again. So I need to get one of those little tub shrooms. You say they work like oh a charm. My goodness. Oh, yeah. The hair comes right off and it catches a lot of hair. I mean, it is phenomenal. <laughs> we will put links to both of those really cool little items in the show notes. And if you happen to have yeah. some really cool item like that, that you make use of all the time, we'd love to know about it. Send us an email, radio at repcolite.com. Now, we're going to take a break, but when we come back, we're talking about some deck upgrades. That's all just ahead. Stay tuned. Helping you turn your house into your dream home. This is the Repco Light Home Improvement Show, presented by Benjamin Moore on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. Well, Betsy, a few weeks ago, you told me about the woodchuck 
that yeah. lives by you that created his own deck. Where he's got a little uh, yes. log or a little flat piece mm-hmm. of wood by his hole, and he yeah. pushed that over and suns himself on the deck, right? Mm-hmm. He has done that. Now he's actually created another hole in the side of the hill and done very oh. much the same thing. So oh, he's got a he's got a, a summer home, <laughs> yes. and he has another deck. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> Seriously, yes, do you think is that something that all woodchucks do, or is yours just really really handy? I think it's just mine and just the way the trees are in that area. I think, <laughs> I don't know if he picks that, you know, spot because of the logs or what, but yes, he, he has a, he has a deck off his second home too. <laughs> and you said he was a little weight challenged, right? He was a chubby little fella. He, yeah, he uh, waddles when he runs and it's not so much <laughs> running. It's like, I, I can't even describe it. It's yep. very funny well, to watch. <laughs> I can relate. That's, I, I don't know why I cared about him being chubby, but it kind of makes me feel better about me. But anyway, <laughs> oh, I'm glad. I thought that was so funny because he's got his own little deck and he enjoys it. And we've been talking you know, every summer. Repcolite, one of the things, probably one of the main projects that people tackle is a deck project. And we always talk about that with regards to the right products to put on the deck. Today, we wanted to change it up a little bit and instead focus on a few upgrades. You know, some actual things you can do this year Mm -hmm. on your deck to make it into maybe a space that's a little better than what you've got right now. Right. You know, decks are great, but there's always things that we can do to improve them. So let's just go through a few of them, Betsy. And the first one would be to clean it. Yes. You know, that sounds kind of uh, like really, really basic. (laughs) And it is. But if the space isn't clean, it's not going to feel great. So a really simple upgrade, if you do nothing else this year, is to just clean the deck. And that doesn't mean you're putting new product down. It just means you're cleaning it. Right. You know, mine, for instance, has stain that's in good shape. Mm-hmm. It's just stained and dirty right. from leaves that settled on it. Or right now it's the maple spinners that are driving me crazy, those little helicopters yep. that fall. And they sit there in the rain and they get dirty. And when the water evaporates and I sweep them off, there's still the stains from where they sat. Right. Well, there's a product to clean that off without damaging the stain that you've got on the deck. And that product is called Clean. It's from Benjamin Moore. And it's just a simple way using just a garden hose and a little push broom that you can scrub it clean, rinse it, let it dry. And that's it. Mm -hmm. If the stain's in good shape on your deck, you can walk away and leave it. Start with something like that. Really simple, and it's a great foundation. Right. And as long as you are down there cleaning your deck, make sure that you are paying close attention to where the siding and the deck meet. Because dirt that's on your deck when it rains, all of a sudden the dirt splatters up and it tends to collect Mm -hmm. around the bottom, oh, I don't know, six inches or so of your siding. So make sure you're focusing and really getting that clean. And then while you're at it, why not give the whole house a little scrub and a little clean? Because I know that especially if you're in a slightly shaded area, you might have some algae or some mildew and just, you know, the dirt from the air that collects on our home. So if you've done the deck, why not do the house as well? If you do have some of that algae and such, um, you can use the Joe Max house cleaner, which you can use anyway, even, even if you don't have algae. But if you do have that algae, make sure that you're adding a little bit of bleach in there to help kill it off. Put it in a garden pump-up sprayer. Let it sit for 5 or 10 minutes, and then give it a really good scrub because you want to make sure that you're getting all of that dirt off. 
and then rinse it. And for that, you can use a power washer. Don't use the power washer on the deck. Just use it on the house. And be careful around the deck. You don't want to ruin the deck yeah. or the stain or anything like that. Right. Don't make more work for yourself. Right. What Betsy's getting at is if the stain on your deck is in good shape and then you hit it with a power washer, yeah. now you might have to go back and do some repair <laughs> right. work. So that's what she's talking about there. Yes. Yeah, clean the siding. That Joe Max works really well. Simple product. We've got it in the stores. Ask us about it. Now, another thing, and just very briefly to mention, is make sure you do have the right product or the right stain on your deck. We talk about it all the time. Don't have to go into it. But just think about it this way. If you don't have that, you're never going to get to a point where the deck feels like you've really made it as nice a place as you possibly can. You know, think about a living room. You can have the best couch in the whole wide world. You can have the most amazing coffee table, but if your carpet is crunchy and crispy, (laughs) how great is that space going to (laughs) feel? Right. It's never going to feel good. Right. It's always going to feel like you need to take a bath after walking across the room. Yeah. You don't want that with your deck. So make sure that it's clean, like we mentioned, and that you've got the right product on there. Stop out at any of the Repco Lighter Port City paint stores. Chat with us on the website. Call us. We'll help you figure out that. We do it all the time. Yeah. That's something you can do. Right. Now let's talk about some literal upgrades, things that will really help you start to take the deck to the next level, things you can accomplish this summer. And one of them is going to revolve around the idea of getting furniture that works for you. Not just furniture for the deck, but furniture that works for you. You know, a lot of us, me included, maybe me only, but I don't think so. I do the bargain basement thing. You know, I find some, oh, here's two chairs that are really inexpensive or better yet, they're free. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody decided they are garbage to them. Right. But to me, it's like, wow, I just found, you know, gold somewhere. And so I take these these cast offs from other people and I put them at my home and I think I've done something great because I didn't pay for them. Thing is, I end up with this hodgepodge of furniture That really was nothing that I personally selected. Mm -hmm. It's just stuff I found and tried to make it work. And what happens is you end up with stuff that doesn't work for what you're trying to do. And what do we mean by that? It means you got to assess how you're going to use the space and what you need from your furniture. Right. Pay attention to what types of things you do on your deck. You know, is it just for lounging with your family? Is it the space where you like to go out there and have your meals? Do you like to throw parties and entertain all kinds of your neighbors? Do you just like to sunbathe out there? What do you like to do? And then you find the furniture that is appropriate for that. And that doesn't mean you have to spend tons of money on it. There are all kinds of plans online for building your own furniture. And we'll actually go over some of those really cool ideas uh, next week. I think we'll have a segment about that. So just pay attention to that kind of stuff. And, you know, if you do have furniture that you really like, I know my parents have a set of furniture that they have had for, oh my goodness, I don't even know how many years. It's been around forever forever. But it's starting to Mm -hmm. show signs of wear. You know, it's metal. And for those kinds of things, you can stop into the store with pictures. We'll help you, you know, fix the little rust spots and things like that. And then give them a fresh coat of paint. And you can buy all new cushions for these things without having to go and buy a whole new set of furniture just so you can get new cushions. Right. So that, that furniture that we talked about with plans online, I was stunned 
at how many plans there are online for furniture that really does look cool. I mean, yes, there's plenty of plans out there. Like I saw one for create your own pallet table. And, mm-hmm. and really what they did is they took three pallets and put them on top of each other and painted them. I mean, right. <laughs> that's not what we're talking about. That takes <laughs> no skill at all. You've got to have a few muscles right. to move the pallet around, but that's about it. Yeah. No, I'm talking about really nice looking furniture that when you look through the plans, these are all things that are relatively basic and involve basic tools and basic woodworking skills. And you can produce some really nice looking benches, tables. All kinds of that. And then, as Betsy mentioned, you can buy cushions separate. And really, you can have some professional-looking furniture built specifically for your situation and your needs as a family without dropping tons of money. And we're going to cover a bunch of those next weekend. Now, another thing you can do if you want to you know, really improve the look and feel of the deck is to add tons of greens. And Betsy, you've talked plenty of times about container gardens. It's something you love. Ian Warnock from Frederick Meyer Gardens was on our show maybe a year or so ago and went off on how to do a container garden. And it's such a perfect thing for a deck space. Mm -hmm. It's just a great way to create a little bit of privacy out there to bring in some greens. If you don't have them right around you, you can bring in vegetables. You could bring in plants and flowers. You could bring in things specific for... You know, like uh, hummingbirds or butterflies or, you know, murder hornets, whatever. (laughs) Probably not murder hornets. Right. It's simple to do, and it really can improve that space out there. Mm -hmm. One last thing you can consider building is a pergola. I think you can also, I've seen them where you can just buy it and set it up, but I think it's a little bit nicer if you build one out of wood and have it stained like your deck so it looks like it belongs there. And it's a great way to define Mm -hmm. a section of your deck and it also if your deck is out in the open and doesn't have the trees it provides some very much needed shade in areas to keep you just a little bit cooler and if you want an upgrade i've even seen pergolas with ceiling fans in them so kick it up the next notch (laughs) yeah like betsy said they're easier to build than you might think and they're less expensive to put together than you might think It takes more skill than some of the other projects that we mentioned with the furniture, Mm -hmm. but it's still something that's definitely doable. We've got some links to some plans that we'll put in the show notes. It's just something to think about. And if nothing else, it gets your brain moving in the right direction. Think about some different upgrades you could do to make that deck that you've got into a space that you want to use even more. And if it does come down to products that you need to put on there to preserve and protect the wood... We're always here to help with that. Now, when we come back, we're going to be talking about painting metal roofs, what you need to know, what products you need to use, and what colors you should probably be considering. All of that's coming up next. Stay tuned. If you want to take your DIY skills up a rung, the Repco Light Home Improvement Show is here to give you a boost on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. Well, Betsy, we're back. And something kind of funny happened right before we started this segment. Mm-hmm. You know, in order to do this conversation now, we use a particular app on our iPhones. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. And that's how we're able to record these and get decent quality sound. It's not completely perfect, but it's way better than having you on the telephone. Mm -hmm. But anyway, in order to do that, 
we use an app on the iPhone. And in order to get that app launched, in order to start, I've got to do the little thumbprint start uh, button yes. on my iPhone right. to wake it up. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Because it's so warm and toasty uh, in the studio right now, I'm so greasy <laughs> or what is the word? I'm a little bit, I'm moist, Ew. my fingers and I, it doesn't recognize me. So I'm busy mashing the keypad trying to, you know, make it recognize my thumbprint and bring up, it wouldn't. So you know, I had to key in my code. I actually have sympathy for you because I know how hot it gets in that studio in the summertime. I mean, I have sweated mm-hmm. in there profusely because holy smokes when you turn off the fan it gets really hot really fast yeah but i am sitting here in my nice air-conditioned house yep. and i have totally forgotten yep. about the studio yeah well let me just tell you i'm slippery <laughs> i'm sticky i it's surprising that i can be both of those things oh. you think they would be mutually exclusive you but have no, my sympathies sticky and slippery <laughs> Anyway, let's move on. Let's yeah. talk about painting metal roofs. I saw an interesting article, I guess I was scrolling across Facebook or something, mm. trying to avoid the actual real news. Right. And just, <laughs> uh. uh-huh. anyway, I found this article where it talked about, um, basically some website was telling us the top five articles that people have been reading on our website this year. Okay. Or this week. Mm-hmm. And I thought, huh, that's an interesting thing. I wonder what the top five would be on ours. And so I dig, did a little digging. And of course, no surprise, Dex is one of those You're things. Right. But another one is painting metal roofs. Hmm. People are all over that blog post on a regular basis. So we figured we'd talk about it right now because it is one of those projects out there that you know, we constantly stare at right. you know, when we pull into our driveway, mm-hmm. we see our outbuildings or whatever you've got. Right. And, and if you see these metal roofs that are starting to rust and look terrible, it's this thing that, oh, my goodness, that's something we better take care of. But it seems like a very complicated, huge project. Right. But in the end, it's it's really not. At least it's not complicated. No, it might be a little bit difficult just because it's the roof and it's metal. But really, you know, the tools and the things that you use to coat the roof, they're not super complicated to use or anything like that. And I guess... Right. Pretty basic. Yeah. When we talk about metal roofs, we're generally talking about factory-coated steel or aluminum or sometimes factory-coated galvanized. If the roof is bare galvanized, which is not super common then the recommendations are a little bit different from what we're going to give today. So make sure that you're stopping out at one of our stores, Rough Collider Port City Paints, and ask us about it. Talk to us about your project, and we'll get you the appropriate thing for that type of roof. Right. Now, for most roofs, here's the process. And we want to start by saying that this is an important maintenance thing. This isn't just aesthetic. You're not just trying to make that rusty roof look better. You know, Mm -hmm. paint serves two basic purposes everywhere, whether it's in your living room or whether it's outside on, you know, the siding of the house or whatever. It serves two basic purposes, decorative Mm -hmm. and protective. Right. Now, we may not always think of it that way. We think of it often inside for sure as decorative, but it's still a protective coating as well. In every situation that paint is used, it serves both of those functions. So when it comes to a roof outside, we're not just trying to make it look better. Mm -hmm. And the reason that's important is because sometimes there's people 
Um, I've been that person before <laughs> where I think I can tolerate how that looks. Right. You know, I don't need to right. worry about fixing that mm. because I can live with it. Well, the thing is, we're not just talking about you tolerating how it looks. We're talking about how well it's going to hold up as time goes by. So getting paint on there is important, not just to make it look better, but to make sure it lasts longer. Yeah. One quick thing I want to say before we really jump into this and talk about the paint and the actual supplies my parents have a metal roof on their home, actually, and don't think that painting it, if you have leaks in your metal roof, don't think that the paint is going to stop those leaks from happening, that it's just going to fill in whatever little holes you have. Mm -hmm. So solve any problems before you go to the coating portion of this. Right, right. So let's talk about the supplies that you'd need. And we'll put all of the lists and all of that in the show notes, and that'll mm -hmm. be easy to take care of and to check out. Right. But to start with, it's so simple. You need basically a wire brush or you need a wire wheel on a side grinder. You need right. some TSP, some trisodium phosphate, a scrub brush, a power washer. You can rent one. A lot of people have them. You need some mm -hmm. rollers and brushes. And then there's the specific paints that you would need. And those are just basic paints that you can get at Repcolite, and we can help you work through all of those things. Right. I'm not going to go into those because we'll get to them later. And finally, mm -hmm. ladders and scaffolding. You know, yeah. one thing with the scaffolding is that it is a lot more inexpensive to rent than you may think. We were stunned right. when we looked into it about a year and a half ago. We mm -hmm. expected a much bigger price tag with it. It <laughs> turns out it was very reasonable yes. to get scaffolding at your place. Yes, exactly. Now, the steps, the first thing you have to do when looking at your metal roof is to make sure that you're hitting all of the rust spots that may be up there. You want to wire brush them, grind off flaking rust, whatever it takes to get all of that rust and the stuff that could become loose, get it off of there. Take the time, do it right, or you'll have problems down the road. And if you have just, you know, some like little spots maybe that aren't huge, mm -hmm. that aren't super deep with rust and things like that, there's a product called Must for Rust. It's a spray. I think we talked about it maybe a year or so ago. You spray it on and then you rinse it really well and it takes care of the rust. It like converts it so that it's more stable. And, you know, that's great for just some of those little spots that you might have. Right. So anyway, once you've ground off all of the, the rust on the roof or you've dealt with it, then you want to make sure that you clean the roof. Mm -hmm. You've got to remove any surface contaminant, any dust that you created from grinding it, the dirt, all of that. Mm -hmm. What we'd recommend is using TSP, trisodium phosphate, in a – you just mix some of this powder with water and you put it on the roof and scrub it around. You know, you'll have to figure out how, how you're going to pull that off in your situation. You want to be yeah. careful. The wet roof, of course, is mm -hmm. going to be super slippery. Right. So do as much as possible from your ladders or from your scaffolding. The big thing is you got to get it clean and scrubbing it is important. Right. You know, we always say that when it comes to prep work, if you think about just spraying your car with a power washer when it's really dirty, mm -hmm. how clean is it going to be when it dries? Right. It'll be cleaner, but you're going to have a lot of dirt that's left remaining. You get that off by actually doing the scrubbing. Same thing applies to the roof or siding or whatever you're prepping. Make sure you do that little bit of scrubbing to get everything off. Just be careful when you do it. Yeah. But the cleaning part is important. Now, once it's dry, then now you're going to be moving pretty quickly through the project and it's just a matter of getting it primed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can use Repcolite's 449 metal clad primer. It's a little bit of a grayish color kind of a light gray color and it's meant specifically 
for metal. It's oil-based and it's going to help protect against rust continuing. Um, it can be brushed, it can be rolled, it can be sprayed. The only thing I caution you on, if you decide to spray, make sure your neighbors are very, 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 very far away or make sure it is a completely calm day with not even a whisper of a breeze because you will be amazed at how far it will take your paint and carry it to your neighbor's house and they will not be pleased. <laughs> be so careful. This is an oil-based product yep. that will stay wet longer on the air. Yes. So you do want to be very careful about those things. That is not a joke. Yeah. Believe me. When it happens, there is nothing funny about that at all. No. So anyway, get the primer down, let it dry at least 48 hours, and then it's a matter of top coating it. Mm -hmm. And we've got two recommendations. One is Repcolite's Metal Clad. The other one is Glow Enamel. Metal Clad is a rust-inhibitive, mm -hmm. semi-gloss, oil-based paint product. That'll be great up there. Glow Enamel, the other option that we have, is not rust-inhibitive. It's not rust-resistant. You're relying on the primer for that in that, in that instance. Mm -hmm. It's a high-gloss. It's urethane-fortified. Again, also an oil-based product. Both of those would work. Right. It's just a matter of talking it through and figure out which one you want to go with. You don't want to use a latex up there, though. Right. A lot of people think that that's what they want to use. And it's great on the metal siding itself, but not on the roof because it's just not as durable up there. You know, you've got the sun beating on it all day, every day. You've got rain. You've got piles of snow. And it just means that it's going to deteriorate that latex paint way more quickly than an oil-based paint. So if you don't want to do it very often, we recommend going with the oil-based. Right. Stick with the oil. A couple of last little tips before we wrap this up. The first one is start early before everything gets too hot. Yeah. You know, what is that? Th what's mm -hmm. the saying? I don't even know what the saying is, but I know it's a cat on a hot tin roof, right? Yes. <laughs> right. What is the first part of that saying? Something like a cat on a hot tin roof. I, yeah, I don't know what that is, but I can picture yeah. it, and it's not pleasant right. to look at at all. <laughs> no. You don't want to be that. No. So start when it's earlier, before everything gets too hot. You don't want to paint a hot roof. It's tough on you, and it's really bad on the paint. You know, it can right. dry too fast. You can have all kinds of problems. So work when it's mm -hmm. cooler. Use extreme caution. Oh, yeah. We shouldn't have to say that, but we want to say that because we don't want any injuries occurring because of anything we recommended. Right. At all. Well, of Be course. Be super safe. If this is not your thing, hire it out. And those of you who this isn't your thing, you know who you are. <laughs> exactly. Don't even think this is your thing. If right. you already are questioning it, it's not. There are people who will gladly do this work. Right. Just find them and hire them. You can, in fact, find them at repcolite.com. Just use that little form on our homepage. Find a contractor. Tell us that you need a roof that needs to be painted, metal roof. Mm -hmm. Send it on, and we'll connect you with the right contractors. Right. Last tip, colors. Betsy, what colors would you put up there? Well, I always like to recommend lighter colors, white, a real light gray, something like that, because those darker colors just absorb so much heat, and they also fade a lot more quickly than their lighter uh, counterparts, obviously. So you want to make sure that you are choosing a lighter color. If you do want to go to a darker color, just be aware that the building really is going to heat up. And also be aware a heat will actually cause the product to break down a lot more quickly. So if you do choose the darker color, you actually have to go to a two-component urethane. Um, Pitthane from Pittsburgh Paints is what we carry for that. And it's going to be 
a little bit more expensive, but it's the only thing that's really going to hold up if you do want a dark color. Right. It's the Cadillac of options. And basically, give us a call if that's the route you want to go or you have more questions about that. And we can walk you through if that's the right one to do. Yeah. Anyway, that's a brief overview. You know, it's a radio bird's eye view of what it looks like to do a roof. <laughs> right. Um. Betsy, what are we talking about next? Well, after the break, we're going to give everyone kind of a contractor update. Um, We're going to tell you if they're looking for jobs and how far backed up they may be. And we'll give you the whole scoop when we come back. Stay tuned. If you want to take your DIY skills up a rung, the Repco Light Home Improvement Show is here to give you a boost on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. Well, Betsy, it's been a week of things. We've got orders lifting all over the place. Everybody Yay. is back outside, and now we've got curfews in place. Right. And we're all going back inside again. So, right. Well, I saw a meme that I thought was very funny, and it looked like a coach. You know, kind of mm-hmm. hunched over on his, he's got his hands on his knees and he's looking in like he's trying to figure out what's happening on the football field. Mm-hmm. And the caption says, me trying to figure out which chapter of Revelation we're doing today. <laughs> but, <laughs> yep, that's it. Which rider of the apocalypse is going to be clip-clopping past my house this morning? Yeah, and see, I saw a meme where it was a little kid and they were saying, Kids in the future trying to memorize history facts of 2020. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And it's this little kid with his head in his hands like, oh, no. Oh, man. I saw another one that had it said if 2020 had a dashboard and it it was a car with every single light on the dashboard was on. You know, Uh that's what it feels like. It has been. Yes, it does. Four years crammed into about what? We're in month six. Yeah, barely. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, this is what dog years feels like. Only dogs enjoy the time, but we feel like we have moved at exponential rates. We have all aged 24 years over the course of the last six months. Mm -hmm. But things are going to get better, right? Well, eventually they can't get any worse. So eventually (laughs) you do have to come up. Don't say that because they can. But they're not going to. We're making the call here on the Repcolite Home Improvement Show. Things will now be better moving forward. Right. And that's what we're all hoping and praying for. Mm-hmm. But right now, what we did want to talk about is one of those issues that, that we're running into. And it, it's a little bit crazy. Because things are lifting, because people are getting back to work, there's a little bit of confusion or question, even in our minds, about what does life look like right now? For our painting contractors, you know, are they overwhelmed? Are they underwhelmed? Do they need projects? Do they have way too many jobs already lined up? What's the scoop? You know, how are customers going to experience this search for a painting contractor? Because we know life is going to go on. It Mm -hmm. always does. Right. And so when people have a project, what's going to happen? What are they going to find? And so we did a little digging. We talked to our brand new sales manager, Ryan Mullen who in turn talked to a bunch of contractors and talked to all of our sales reps to kind of give us the scoop so we can tell you exactly what's going on. And we have taken all of that information and condensed it and are now prepared to tell you 
there is no consensus as to what's going on. Right, Betsy? Uh, Yeah, it just kind of depends on who the painting contractor is. I mean, I've heard all of the different stories. Some contractors are really, really backed up because they don't have the crew available to go and Mm -hmm. do the jobs. There are some that have openings because with the virus, people didn't want painters entering their home. And so they suddenly found themselves with some open time and nothing to do with it, which is never a good thing. They had all the jobs lined up, but when they get ready to do them now, they're finding people are a little nervous. Right. And they just want to hold off on those jobs for a little bit more. We've also got right. a couple, like one, I, I don't know that I told you about this, but since we started talking about memes anyway, mm-hmm. I thought this was very funny. There's a painter friend of mine on Facebook that, you know, I worked with him at the Lakewood Repcolite when I worked there mm-hmm. and helped him a fair amount and, you know, got to know him a little bit and good enough to be Facebook friends. And he, he, he's a Star Wars fan. I've definitely picked that up with his Facebook posts. Mm-hmm. And uh, he posted something with a picture of Yoda. Yep. And everybody should hopefully know Yoda and how he talks backwards. But the meme says, patience you must have. Well behind schedule because of pandemic, I am. And I thought, yep, that is exactly it. That There's mm-hmm. that group of people who, yeah, they lost two months out of their, right. their work year. And now yeah. they've got all these jobs and they've got to still cram all of that into the remaining months of the year to get everybody caught up. So there, some of them are looking for patience. So what do we say to people out there? I mean, really, what's the recommendation to folks looking to hire somebody? The best advice I can give to people right now is hit up your paint stores, hit up Repcolite, Port City Paint Stores, ask them if you happen to be in there, if they know of any painters who um, might be available for your type of a project sometime soon. You can go online to repcolite.com and on the homepage we have a find a contractor form. You just fill that out, tell us the scope of your project, what you're looking to have done, the area that you live in, And we will send you usually two to three names, depending on your project, of people who are hopefully available or more available (laughs) to do your project. They might not be able to get to it, you know, like next week, but um, we're trying to keep close tabs on who's available, who isn't, who's looking for work because they had a job fall through with all of this. It's so uncertain right now that we're, you know, it's a constant juggling thing to try to know exactly what's going on because it changes every day. Right. Best thing you can do is head to repcolite.com, fill out that form, and then we can start the conversation and help you connect with a contractor. And if that doesn't work out and you need a project done sooner, there is always the option of doing it yourself. And we can also help you with all of that. Betsy, that's all the time we've got. If you want to check this episode out again, you can find it online at repcolite.com. All of our stores are open today. Yay! Yay, we're right back to that, back to normal. We're open till 3 o'clock this afternoon. So whatever you do today, make sure paint's a part of it. I'm Dan Hansen. And I'm Betsy Thompson. Remember, if you're about to lose your DIY sanity, we can help you fix that crazy. And really, no matter what chapter of Revelation we're dealing with on any given day... Paint is probably going to make you feel better about the whole experience. Don't you think, Betsy? Well, at least you'll have a fresh paint job to deal with Revelation in. (laughs) It'll be at least fresh, and you'll have that new paint smell. 
Thanks for listening. 